When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hail Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at HVarsity Radio. Call in at 402-489-1240 or at 800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal. Great to have you in on a Tuesday. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark in. Give us a find on Twitter. Chris Schmidt at Schmidt underscore radio. At Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal. And for Connor Clark at C underscore Clark underscore 27. Can email the show Chris at HaleVarsity.com or dial us up a couple of different ways when you uh, find us across the Hale Varsity Network, 489-1240, 489-1240 to get in, or 800-825-5865. Uh, can watch the show, stream us if you're into the video thing, uh, the Hale Varsity uh, Facebook Make that YouTube channel at the Hale Varsity YouTube channel and uh, the Hale Varsity Twitter at H Varsity Radios, where you follow and watch. Also, the KFOR Twitter feed. Guys, uh, some of us in the room are rocking shorts because it's mid 50s. Some of us have flannel going. Uh, that's okay. I'm somewhere in between. But uh, a bright day to talk quarterbacks. We'll get there with Nebraska's. Uh, uh, quarterback room, a cool announcement by Casey Thompson last night. Uh, we'll dive a little bit further into one of the interviews Matt Rule did on just what he wants in a quarterback. More basketball on our mind as well as Nebraska gears up for a strong finish. In an hour, we'll check in with Andy Markowski, Husker standout, to get his take on the men's and women's program and also a preview for some district girls basketball action. In about 20 minutes, Mitch Sherman joins us from The Athletic. Uh, We'll pick Mitch's brain, all things Nebraska. But who had... The, uh, the athlete from Texas as their first pick for the first signee or commitment, I should say. It's not signed. But uh, Nebraska getting their first commit for 2024. Uh, Roger Gradney uh, out of Texas, Rice Consolidated High School, a consensus four-star standout. He's got to figure out where to put him, guys. Because uh, he checks uh, a lot of boxes with that speed and explosiveness, the track background, a top 200 player uh, in the country and a top 40 player in the state of Texas. So uh, Gradney is in sight unseen as he's a guy that uh, Nebraska really likes. They're in early on and I think they're in early. They're buying stock. Uh, guys on him before maybe his senior season 
blows up. Had a shortened junior season, just five games. He's coming back from a hip injury, uh, but he has put up incredible track numbers. Uh, the 100, the 400, the long jump, and oh yeah, every highlight you see of him, there's some sort of return he takes to the house, either kickoff or punt, can catch the football, and uh, can play him in that back seven, safety, defensive back, linebacker. So uh, he is uh, kind of that Swiss Army get that Rule likes. Uh, you can play football, you've got a track background, we'll figure out where to put you. Uh, Roger Gradney is in. And just... My first instinct when looking at how this guy plays, what his body frame is, he's, he's 6'1", 190, a lot of room to put on a little bit more weight. Definitely strikes me as a guy who could be that that do-it-all Swiss Army knife type linebacker that's so important in the three-three-five defense. And I have no inside information here on what this Husker coaching staff wants to do with him, but if the defensive side of the ball is where they decide to put him, he almost seems like a hand-in-glove type fit for that linebacker. With You mentioned the speed, uh, his best time in the 100 meter, a 10-8. Uh, as well as a 22-4 in the 200 meter. Well better than my. I don't think I've ever ran 100 on purpose. Well, a, a 10-8-100 at damn near 200 pounds, that's impressive. <laughs> that's impressive. The, guy, the guy's got long strides, one of those guys that kind of glides where he, mm-hmm. he doesn't look like he's moving that fast, but yet he's still breaking away from people. I like what I see. I think he's got a little bit uh, to go. He only played in a couple of games his junior year because of injury, but had a pretty good sophomore campaign. I think he needs a lot more refinement as a football player, but fits that mold of what we've been talking about with what Matt Rule looks like in terms of uh, a, a track guy who's got high-end athletic potential. You just got to get him there. I don't think this is a guy that's going to be ready to go right away in terms of his playing career at Nebraska, but I think get him a couple years of development, and if Matt Rule and his staff can develop like we've seen them do at Temple and Baylor, I think this could be a very uh, a high-level pickup for this Husker football team. Nice connection, too, Connor, with Tommy Armstrong. Uh, I'm sure Tommy is letting, letting Nebraska know about uh, Roger and Roger's One of the guys from his area growing up was Tommy Armstrong, a guy he looked up to, a guy he still talks with, and a guy that was just a phenomenal high school quarterback at Sabalo, Texas. And you saw how how well Tommy did in Lincoln, a lot of wins under his belt as he started, you know, four seasons for the Big Red. So it never hurts to have that Nebraska connection, letting the staff up here know, hey, here's what's going on. Well, it's nice to have him, too, in the area because – Tommy Armstrong, that is – because of that perfect example right there. And to Elijah's point, I don't know if he'll be ready to go right away. And, again, there is room to put on weight there. But, I mean, the the numbers are there on the track and on the football field, right? And you mentioned the tape of him. It seems like every time he's getting a, a return, he's taking it back to the house or something. So he's an athlete at all the positions on the field, which is a good problem to have. And I bet a lot of coaches around the country would be honestly quite jealous of Matt Rule having to figure out, hmm, where do I put this kid because he's too athletic. So great pickup to start off the class of 24. Matt Rule continues to impress Nebraska and, and his staff as well. And um, just another really, really good start. Well, I think you mentioned something that kind of gives you everything you need to know. that This is a guy that was playing linebacker as well as some almost nickelback for this, this defense. So he's a bigger body, but he's returning kicks for the high school football team. Which that's that's not what he. That's, you, you that's, a, linebacker that's back a Randy there. Stella tribute for those of us old enough to remember uh, back in the late '90s, 2000s. Randy Stella, great ball player. Randy was a linebacker, and every time he was on ABC returning the kick, linebacker Randy Stella back to return the punt. Oh <laughs> damn, they've got a linebacker returning the punt. But you know, Nebraska's made pickups. Guys have played other positions 
where they've starred as a returner, right? And and usually it's not just all right, Rocket Ishmael, uh, go line up in the slot, go deep, but go bail us out with a kick, with a kick or punt return. I think of Demorne Pearsonell, how impactful he was. He is a really talented receiver. It wasn't that he was just a one trick pony as a return guy. No, he could could catch the football. Dewan Gomes was uber talented, uh, really good cover corner for Nebraska. Uh, that that made his way as uh, an elite punt returner was good. I think he had four in one season, uh, has tied the record or may even hold the record for Nebraska when it comes to return touchdowns. Bobby Newcomb, wide receiver quarterback, of course, uh, punt returner extraordinaire. And then a guy from from way back in the Big 8 who was all Big 8 as a corner and uh, was an all-pro with the Saints, Tyrone Hughes, was a guy that was a wingback. They moved into the secondary, the latter part of his career, but Hughes was an incredible return guy, along with a guy like na- uh, named Dana Brinson. I'm really dating myself, but Nebraska's found guys over the years that have been really good, uh, all-conference or second-team good at a position, but they've been first-team as a return guy. What I what I can't give you. Uh, with the, the, the size, the frame, and then the, the, the athleticism. I can't really give you a body comp on, on, uh, on, on Gradney. I don't know who he reminds me of. You see a punt returner, oh, that dude kind of reminds me of X, Y, or Z. I don't have a name for you. Well, but how I, many times do you see a punt returner that's 190? I, well, 6'1", They're usually little guys. Yeah. Well, and again – Going back to the earlier point, it's probably a good problem to have because if he's still physically able to make explosive plays at that weight, he's going to be way harder to bring down, obviously, and he can play other positions. So I, I don't think you necessarily need a body comp for him because if he's that it's unique be your athletically, own comp. yeah, I mean, <laughs> be your on. own comp. Uh, other football news: uh, it's officially official with Casey Thompson last night on Twitter. Um, posting on Twitter, uh, run it back. He is officially back. That's great. I didn't know that he wasn't going to be, but now we know that, that Casey Thompson's back. Uh, Coach Rule uh, did a, a sit-down with on three uh, about a week ago, I believe. It was DJ Pickell. And, uh, well, here's what Rule needs from his quarterbacks, once from a really good quarterback room. Well, I, I think we want a leader. We want someone that has, like, the it factor. And, you know what, we want someone who's going to protect the football. Uh, we want to be aggressive, explosive, push the ball down the field. But we want someone who understands that we can't win if we don't protect the football. Um, you know, watching the film, I, you know, Casey's an excellent player. He's done a lot of great things. I knew Jeff from, um, you know, uh, my time at uh, Baylor watching my good friend Jeff Collins, who was the head coach at Georgia Tech. I believe, you know, he's got a lot of potential. And, um, you know, we have some other guys in that room, Chubba Purdy, Richard Torres, Heinrich Harburg. These guys are talented guys. And so um, I don't think you can ever have enough good players at quarterback. And uh, uh, we're going to we're gonna let those guys go out there, show what they can do, and, and go compete it out. Well, good. Uh, we'll probably end with four in that room if there's not position changes or departures. Casey, to me, has the it factor. Uh, Casey, to me, from a leadership standpoint and a guy that has high standards, high standards, he's that guy. He's just needed more help around him. He's made a lot of plays. He's got to stay healthy as well. And I think you, you drool at the 
upside and ceiling of a guy like Sims because of his speed it is dual threat ability. You don't know really what you got, but we'll get a, ch- a better chance to see a guy like Harburg. Torres has been coming off injury. Uh, don't know where Smothers is in the mix. And then Chubba Purdy, you know, how much of his brother can he be like? Sorry to go there, but it makes me wonder, okay, where Chubb is uh, a, a guy that has had elite opportunity in his college football life when it comes to what schools to go to. You don't go to Florida State if you're a slouch. <laughs> There's a lot of talent. And and I liked what he was doing with his legs against Michigan before he got Mahomes. So, <laughs> I mean, so I think you've got options. How many can you keep? How many can you groom? And can those guys that don't win the job stay patient and get better versus looking elsewhere? And I know some of them have already transferred, but that's just the question I have. I, I do like... Casey and and the question to me is about Casey's health and how much more can you incorporate him in a, in a in a quarterback run element well, yeah, of see, the option. See, that's where I was going because whenever you listen to Matt Rule's answer, as he's telling uh, JD, is is we like what we saw in film from Casey Thompson last year, but but Sims is a guy that you know what I've always respected. Uh, came highly rated say, from Georgia Tech, you, and, and, and you I, don't I say think, no to a guy like Sims. You don't say no to a guy like him, and I think reading in beto- between the lines when you listen to that, it's almost like Matt Rule saying, "And this is a guy that we think can run the offense." I, I think the question is: Is Casey Thompson going to be able to fulfill all the duties that Matt Rule and, and Coach Satterfield want from the Husker offense? Which, as you mentioned, I'm sure is going to include quarterback run. Because when you look at Casey Thompson's stats last year, 2,400 yards passing, 17 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Mm-hmm. It's not setting the world alight, but it's good enough to get you to a bowl game. And then you also combine that, that you know if you get some better protection for Casey Thompson, I think you can probably eliminate two or three of those interceptions when you have both uh, interceptions against Illinois were due to, to pass rush for Casey about, Thompson to get the ball out and, and usually inaccurately. How about missing games due to injury yeah, you mean you're gonna have to throw another couple hundred yards smoked. in there <laughs> maybe a couple more touchdowns it's it's not anything to sneeze at. i think that's what matt rule's saying though he's like yeah we like what we saw in film from casey thompson but it's gonna be wait and see can he run the offense the way we want our offense to be run well you mentioned jeff sims ceiling i don't even think we've we seen, seen Casey's. i think he's a lot of room to grow because you mentioned he you know, he needs guys around him now not that's not discrediting the people that he did have around him last year because there was still a lot of talent out on the field but obviously protection was always an issue protection and, and give him a run game i mean give him yeah. a run game like he had at texas with a better offensive line and some toys at receiver you, your your touchdown to interception ratio is probably going from two to one to maybe it maybe it jumps to, to three to one I mean, he was 24 and nine his final year at Texas, mm-hmm. touchdowns and interceptions, which is almost three to one. And the, the yardage was comparable. I think it was also about 2,400 yards, and the completion percentage was comparable. So, yeah, a run game, better protection. And he's almost getting three to one on in his interception touchdown ratio, which he will take nine times out oh, of 10 yeah. in modern college football. He's mobile enough, too. I mean, I love his athleticism when he's decided to tuck it and run, or he uh, has the keeper on that zone read inside the red zone the few times. I mean, Nebraska, that was their go-to. The, the quarterback kept on his zone read and found their way into an end zone, but it was too uh, too many times between trips to the end zone. You'd have a good script or two to start the ball game, and then it was it was a Sahara Desert for the offense till uh, maybe they forced a turnover. Well, the question I have for both of you then is, do you think – we would see maybe at all early in the year a two quarterback situation going on because it's a great question. I believe in the old adage that if you got two quarterbacks, you got none. 
I, I think you go try to find that that number one guy. And I would even go as far as to say is right now, based on what we saw in film last year, I, I think Case Thompson's really talented. It's probably his to lose with just mm-hmm. his relationship agree. and his leadership with the guys that are already on that offense. It's going to be some new faces coming in, obviously. But I think Jeff Sims will have to come in and, and really blow Casey Thompson out of the water to go win that starting quarterback job. Well, and and, and listen, Sims has two years, and uh, he wants to play now. They All quarterbacks do. With Sims, could you could you get a year at grooming, even though, and that'd be really tough because he's played a lot of ball games. He's already played 25 games at Georgia Tech. You don't transfer to, to watch. But you're also going into a situation where you have an incumbent that did some nice things. Um, I I think it, it's going to click with each of these guys we, we think are your one or two uh, with Satterfield. I think they'll work well together. You saw what he did at South Carolina. So we'll get into more of this well, with Mitch Sherman. Go ahead. I think a question here to wrap this segment is, is can the backup go run the same offense that the starter does? Right. Well, you, you might need both of them based mm-hmm. on their injury exactly. history.